0: reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company,
1: Golden, Colorado.
2: And welcome to episode 40-something, uh, 40 45. 45, of the Talking Hockey podcast. Uh, Ty, Luke, and Martin here. Uh, the thing is that the last episode did so well without Eric that we've just kind of taken over. Um we said screw you, Eric, because he's busy working at his company. He says he works twelve-hour days. Uh, Martin thinks the company hates him, um, and but whatever.
0: I'm he's gonna not actually. Here. I'm gonna remove the links to these so that Eric can't even join if he finishes work early.
1: Yes. Yes. I just. Did. I like that.
2: Okay. That's yeah, funny. we don't want him here. Uh, Martin. Martin gets a voice. Martin is heard from. Uh, and as Luke said, uh, as, as producer Luke was, was looking at the, uh, the, the numbers, it showed the stats show that without Eric, our views have gone way up. Um, yeah. So, you know, the stats don't lie uh, much like in hockey. Um, the expected listeners is much higher without Eric. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> what, what I will say, though, is it's kind of disappointing that Ty, you have like one responsibility on this thing, which is to do the introduction and you still almost always forget the number.
2: Yeah, but I I mean
1: Do you even look? Shouldn't I, I that be part look. of your job? It, it should look? be.
2: Dude, I run upstairs after as soon as I sign out of work at six o'clock, I run upstairs and we get this started. Uh, now I think I 8, even
0: tell you I told you before we started recording today that it was number forty five. Oh I didn't
2: listen. Uh or
0: I forgot. Regardless, we also don't really know what we're going to talk about. We're excited the NHL season is starting tonight. This is why that one guy thinks we're unprofessional. <laughs> <laughs> but you're, problem you're, you're, absolutely, now twice you're absolutely two, correct. Two weeks yeah. in a row. Yeah. yeah. Who you're thought out. about giving us like a voice for hockey, you know, like, and thought, think it actually matters?
1: Uh, it the doesn't. People that listen, dude.
0: Yeah, exactly. I know. Like,. It's weird how society works.
2: The, hundred, <laughs> or, the hundreds of you or thousands of you who listen to this each week, we thank you. We, we do. We hope you don't thank, like, thank you two, a lot. Or, yeah, we do. Yeah. Um, and so we're going to just talk about news that happened over the week, uh, such as Dubois' trade request. You know, that kind of came out of the blue. Um, and some captaincy news uh, for you fans of Vegas and Detroit out there. And um, I guess we'll just take it from there. We we yeah, like for context are... yeah
0: we're recording this about 50 minutes before the drop of the puck in uh, the Toronto game where where the first period of the Pittsburgh Philadelphia game is almost over so um, don't hate us if the news is late by the time we get to Friday it's
1: two one Pittsburgh
0: yeah. oh I'm looking at one one wow look at that
1: look at that.
2: I'm so excited to get the, for the drop of the Puck Man. So we're going to speed I think run. Eric's
0: done cuz he just voted in the chat. So what? He can just uh he can just sit this one out. He's getting benched. Yeah. Producer Bench. Lucas benched Eric for the for the podcast. All right, so, Ty, thoughts first about Dubois. About Dubois, correct. Yeah. So, it's kind
2: of interesting. Like He didn't didn't give a reason for it. There's some speculation on it. There's one conspiracy theory that I've read uh, about why he wants out. And that's because he's clearly not a Trump guy. And there's a lot of guys on Columbus who are big (laughs) Trump guys.
1: This sounds like a wild conspiracy, I'm just
2: throwing that out there. It it might be related. I don't know. But one of the main ones, I guess, is that he wants his time to shine. He wants his... um, his uh, uh he wants to be in the spotlight and he's not going to get that in Columbus. Something did change because as Elliot Friedman kind of pointed out, I think it was in his 31 Thoughts blog that he or his uh, article that he writes, right? Uh, where he said that Dubois kind of bought a house in Columbus this the last off season. So something changed between now and then that uh that he wants out of Columbus.
1: Or is, or is he just Trump an on... investment properly. They could yeah. keep who knows.
2: Well, investing buy, in columbus invest in columbus ohio i don't know about that one
1: chief well, we don't we don't know the market in columbus maybe it's fire man a yeah.
2: lot of it, a lot of these nhl players right if they're they're just playing a, 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 you know in in a city they they just rent a place where they live with another um uh like player right so for a young guy especially to be um
0: buying, yeah, but if you're making money why would you live with other people
2: a lot of the players do. A lot of the players live together, especially the young guys, right? I the know, young, but like the rookies live with
0: the. Maybe Dubois just players. wants to settle down. Maybe I he's think, an independent. I think guy. you hit a
1: certain point, and you're aging. Even as an NHL player, they buy a house.
0: They but don't want Florida? to live with
1: roommates, and I think Dubois probably hit that point.
0: Ty, how legitimate comments. was your Trump? Was your Trump uh, conspiracy, or did you? <laughs> no,
2: well, I saw it on someone. Someone brought. I don't even know who it was. I was just reading on Twitter about this trade request. I was going through the, you know, the the feed uh, when I searched up Dubois, and someone said that because he his his likes and he uh, on Twitter, the people analyze. Uh, he doesn't like Trump stuff, or he he likes anti-Trump, uh, like tweets and things like that. But there's guys on Columbus like Seth Jones, for example, and Worenski and Max Domi now who are like uh, Trump guys. I think Seth Jones is even like a QAnon guy and he's like a COVID denier, some shit like that. I'm not throwing false accusations out there, Seth Jones. I'm sorry,
1: but it is true. Seth, we do we do
0: have screenshots of your likes. It's pretty disappointing.
1: Or his tweets, they retweet.
0: That's true too.
1: That last one that was sent to our group, holy. It's
0: uh, hey man, listen, if you're a Trump supporter, I'm not saying that you have less brain cells than other people. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying you don't use those brain cells enough. That's all I'm going to say. It's not that you have less. It's just that they're not as frequently navigated
2: but he's a he's a big time player like i always think back to that 2016 draft where he went third overall and everyone's like what are you doing not taking pulley arvey columbus is a fool but that pick looks real good right now like he's um, legit i've heard
1: there's some very interesting trades offers on the table for him and i think the return for him will be very high like Columbus will come out still looking positive after the trade, I think. It would kind be like Matt Duchesne trade to Ottawa, except it should fuck the team less that intakes the uh, Dubois Pierre-Luc Dubois. Then it fucked Ottawa. <laughs> oh yeah,
2: Elliot Friedman said that there are tons of teams interested in him like Montreal is one of them, you know, yeah. the, the French the French Canadian connection. Um
1: mm-hmm.
2: I think he said Winnipeg. Maybe that, like a that would line be like a <laughs> line for Dubois. Line for Dubois. Uh, that would no,
1: him going to Montreal would probably be like his top option.
2: Yeah, cuz again he wants Kinda, to be somewhere that I I, speaks French. Well, no, it just wants to be somewhere that's more. I think. I think. It, Listen, it,
0: I wouldn't say that Quebec is a safe place from Trump fans.
2: I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, like, if if the reasoning for his trade request is to be go somewhere with more of a, like, in a hockey market, mm-hmm. Montreal for sure. Any exactly. Team, really, and
1: he's French Canadian. Like, talk about Toronto Do people dreaming Canadians- about playing for Toronto, Montreal people. Well, Quebecois dream about playing for Montreal.
0: Can someone let us know in the DMs if if French Canadians like French Canadians when they play on their team? team? I I never understood. uh, I never know how French Canadians feel about French Canadians on on the Canadians.
1: Like, sarcastic. They're pumped. No, they like it. They like having French Canadian.
0: I was sarcastic,
1: Martin. Oh, okay. Sorry.
0: Just like you're not allowed to only speak English if you're as the head coach of the Montreal Canadiens, it's like the dumbest unwritten rule in all of sports.
1: I don't even know if it's unwritten; it might be a rule. Man. <laughs> That's
0: true; it might be a rule. <laughs> the president, or sorry, the prime minister. It makes sense because I guess people. Yo, Ottawa,
1: Ottawa's GM pretty much has to speak French now at this point. They give,
0: but no one you interact with in business speaks French
1: i know no it doesn't make a whole lot it's really
0: only for the public and even then i'm like okay i guess like get
1: a translator man
0: yeah but
2: a lot of the people in quebec quebec anyway they speak english yeah that too you go to montreal you see i like i go to montreal i have no trouble talking to people
1: don't get me wrong i wish i spoke french i wish i had of taken that on at a younger age to actually put in effort to yeah, went, yeah. learn but now i don't know french so it's
2: hard to learn a language once you're like past the age exactly. of 10
0: right exactly. dude when you, even when we learned it it's like we never spoke it outside of the class which isn't learning cuz you're never actually integrated with the language if we yeah. actually spoke french to each other outside of it then we'd probably learn it more but
1: even immersion schools it's hard because the kid might go home and only speak English. Yeah.
2: no, for sure. Like, like I, I know people who went there. I have family who even worked at, like, the French immersion schools, right? And mm-hmm. they, they say that, like, outside of the classroom, they're speaking English everywhere. Home, yeah. recess, yeah. whatever.
1: Yeah, it's encouraged for a parent to speak French for a French immersion kid.
2: But a lot of the parents send the kids to French immersion, don't speak French. They just want them to learn French, you know what I mean?
1: Because it's a good call to know yeah. French.
2: Honestly, honestly it confirms you, a job. Yeah, like and a high-paying mm-hmm. job, like in Montreal, like you have to be bilingual, right? So you could go and work anywhere Austin, in Quebec. Really, Ottawa,
1: you pretty much have to be bilingual. Yeah. So anywhere. I know
0: we're, we're, I know we're hating on the Canadians for having that unwritten rule, but we know it makes sense. But it's also just a dumb unwritten rule <laughs> at the same time. Because they just Things have to recycle um, and make at the same They time. have to
2: recycle the same three coaches. Like Claude Julian is coaching the house <laughs> for the third time, right? Michelle Therrien coached them, I think, twice, you know. It's uh Yeah.
1: yeah. Especially yeah. in recent history. That's like all they've done.
0: The coach ha- would have to want to go there in the first place. It really limits their options.
1: It does. Definitely. They could What's hire Boucher, I think.
0: Oh yeah. yeah.
2: Jacques, Jacques Martin as well, you know, <laughs> the old Ottawa Senators coach. Yep.
0: Who else is a French Canadian coach?
1: We should talk about Evander Kane now. Gerard oh.
0: Gallant. Oh yeah, Gerard Gallant. Uh yeah, Evander Kane. That's an interesting situation.
1: That yeah, sounds like. It's Listen, like people, this is fan.
0: why I will never allow anyone to assume that just because someone makes a lot of money, they're they're good with it. Because and they're mm-hmm. not living paycheck. To, there are so many people that make a lot of money that live paycheck to paycheck still because they live 100%. way above their means.
1: Um, dealing with money, you have to deal with it properly, whether you make a whole bunch or you make a, a little. And I'm going to give time. everyone
0: that's listening a little tip. <laughs> make sure you don't even see like 30% of your income, that like net income that comes all into your time.
1: paycheck. No all matter how much you make.
0: As soon as it comes in on my second paycheck, like 100% of that that paycheck goes straight to my TFSA because I don't even want to see it. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to know it's there. And then you're never like, oh, hey, I'm broke. You just imagine, you just assume that you're living on like, I'm living off 50% income right now because I don't even need the money because I live at home. And <laughs> yeah, no yeah. Cost. You're so rich, Luke. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm so, so rich. Sorry, I'm I don't even need my money. Well, right now, technically I don't. Talking like financial. Look at us. Bro. Anyways, read the wealthy barber if you're in Canada. I'll tell you that right now. It's funny yes, too. Anyways, Order, Evander Kane.
1: Be financially smart.
0: How much? <laughs> how much debt is he in?
1: It's like a lot.
0: Um, so, like, isn't it like twenty something million?
1: Yeah, I don't no, know. he's it's getting a sued.
0: 7.6, but I think his actual only debt is 1.6 well, – I mean only, 1.6 million, which is like a year for him. He could easily make that back and pay it off in
1: a year. But he has a whole bunch of dependents or something. That all sounds weird.
2: Yeah, Martin, he... uh, financial lawyer, Martin, can you explain this one? In A year
0: ago, <laughs> didn't bankruptcy... How does bankruptcy work? Okay, but I have I a question know. before we get into this. A year ago under... – no. A year ago, right? Didn't wasn't Evander Kane the one that got in trouble for trying to like buy or pay for his girl's abortion? Like, there was a whole thing about an abortion. Oh, he was getting Evander. sued
1: by some chick. He
0: was getting sued because she didn't want it. I, I'll look it up before I say anything super malicious. I guess
2: that was <laughs> a good idea, especially I when you're why in why. front of your
1: computer anyway. Like, it, like we didn't hear about it. I think he paid her out of court, like a little bit. Evander no, Kane suit oh yes.
0: accused of failing to pay women woman three million dollars for abortion.
1: Hmm.
0: He yeah, in, in the lawsuit, Kane promised to pay three three million dollars after she agreed to abort three different pregnancies. Holy what shit. the hell <laughs> between twenty sixteen and twenty eighteen? <laughs> oh after my, god, my god! After the first two, the woman didn't want to have another one. And said, Kane became, began bullying her after offering three million dollars to terminate the third pregnancy.
1: Yo, that's some you fucked up shit. Do, man. Do,
0: I, I thought it was one. I, honestly, I I, I was actually thing. assuming much better of Kane than what was actually true. <laughs> if anything, I wasn't slandering enough. How do you do wow. that
2: three times?
0: I don't know, man.
2: And at that, this point, is why you
0: always
2: wear protection. It's che- it's cheaper just to have the kid. Just pay the child support, whatever. You're not paying three million dollars for it. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
1: That's actually insane, man. Like that's wild.
2: That's that's actually insane. So Martin, how much would you pay for an abortion?
0: And now we'll be back after a word from our sponsors. Hey, everyone. Before we get into today's pod, I want to tell you about Blue Wire Hustle, a brand new program where you can host your very own podcast here at Blue Wire. Hustle was created to give everyone the opportunity to take your podcast to the next level. Or if you want to host a podcast and just don't know where to start, Hustle is the perfect place for you. As part of the program, you'll receive personal cover art, Q&As with BlueWire's top podcasters, access to our community Discord, and an e-learning course full of tips and tricks. And on top of that, we'll help you get your show pushed out to Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and all other listening platforms. And the best part is you can get all of this for only $15 a month, the same rate as any other hosting site would charge you just for the initial setup. So whether you're starting from scratch or have an existing show that you want to grow, Hustle is an open door to leveling up your sports experience. Acceptance into the program is limited. So get your application in today. To apply, go to bwhustle.com join. Check out the description box to find out more, but that's bwhustle.com join.
1: The economy is made up of real people doing real stuff and it affects everything
0: And now, we'll get back into the show.
2: So, Martin, how much would you pay for an abortion? What? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: We have we have the universal health care, so. Nothing, yeah. Yeah, nothing. Uh, what else did you want to say about Cain there, Martin?
1: I don't know. I think that's just a messed up situation. I think he has some underlying problems that are leading to that because then the one is its biggest debtors is a casino isn't it? He left a with gamblers. a paying like a yeah. over like 2 mil or mil. Like that's hot.
0: Yeah, that's crazy.
1: <laughs> Man, this guy it is an honestly respects. he it, loves it. It, it is.
2: He said addiction. he's addicted to to unprotected sex and also casinos.
0: I I think the underlying is that he's addicted to risk. Um <laughs> Not really so much unprotected sex. It sounds like he's more addicted um, to risk.
1: The well, weird I'm thing that I saw that came out with it, and I wanna see like where it came from, because it just sounds kinda stupid. Um there was reports that like he was thinking about opting out, but then his yeah. coach came out and said like that that's hundred percent false. Like I've talked to Kane and he sounds like he wants to play. It wouldn't make sense to opt out. Because your money is coming from, <laughs> playing.
0: <laughs> from playing.
1: And if you don't play, you're going to be broke and not making any money. That doesn't sound too good. So,
0: Listen, I, if there's one thing we can deduct from today's conversation about Evander Kane is that he doesn't make the best decisions. So him opting out would be really realistic. But
2: really? The, all you have to do one fight with Logan Paul. Pay off that debt, buddy.
0: Maybe that's why he offered in the first place.
2: <laughs> like, like honestly, like if he just did that, the public, like, I mean, I don't know how much of a, a boxing fight would bring in a celebrity boxing fight, but like, I'd watch it. I would I, uh, I, I might even pay to watch it. I might even, you know, to help a brother out.
0: You would have to pay to watch it. Most of them are paid to, to watch it.
2: Well, I know a pay-per-view, but I mean, you can just yeah. stream it on
0: whatever. Which is would, what most and this speaking time. of streaming, that the only fight I ever streamed was the Conor McGregor one against that crazy guy, Floyd. where that he hopped out of the pentagon No, 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 not Pentagon. No, not not Floyd. Where he hopped out of the Pentagon. That guy, that Russian.
2: Oh, oh, Khabib.
0: Khabib, yeah, not even Russian. Yeah, I watched like literally the last thirty seconds of it, at, like the exact moment where he's jumping out of the, the Pentagon. I was like, wow, octagon, this main- octagon, whatever. <laughs> i don't watch any i don't watch any he hopped out the so.
2: pentagon and the, the u.s government uh, i was like what the fuck are you talking about
1: pentagon? I, I have a question anyway. It it's kind of related to something that just happened today while well, it is related to this one. so it's being reported that james Harn got traded today right yeah it's like, true what five games into the season and no it's like it's 10 weird. games in 10 games and it was very 10, public 10, that he, he wanted
0: out,
1: and like it was just like one, it was going to happen, not if, you know.
2: That he wanted yeah. out.
1: Yeah, and I feel like it was done fairly quickly. Like they just needed to find the right trade, and even then, they probably didn't do as well as they wanted in that trade. Um, is that good for a game? Like, should the NHL? Should, like, Pierre-Luc Dubois be able to force a trade faster than... Like, Duchesne, when he was asking for his trade, he was kept for, like, the entire year so Saka could get the perfect trade, even though Duchesne was very unhappy, very reportedly unhappy. Should people like Duchesne, like in Harden's case, be able to force a trade?
2: It's a little difficult because, like... It's a lot more difficult than the NHL, for sure, because just how how many moving parts there are and how many uh, like the salary cap is totally different. Like this trade with, with the NB with uh between the nets and the, the rockets, there were literally like eight first round picks traded. Yes. So the, the rockets are getting four first round picks and then another four, they're swapping picks in, in certain years, right with them. So like that, I mean, okay, to be honest with you to, to, to step aside, pick swapping. I wish that came to the NHL because like, let's say the Leafs and, another team or just two teams doesn't even have to be the least two teams they say all right uh, as part of the trade in 2022 we're gonna swap first round picks whatever pick we have and whatever pick you have in 2022 we're gonna swap the first round draft picks as part of the trade so that kind of incentivizes the teams to to be i guess better so, they're, so that they're getting uh so when they trade with that other team they're gonna be worse and they get a better pick out of it you know what i mean that, that's kind of the idea with those pick swaps, and they happen a lot in the NBA. Mm-hmm. I wish they did that in the NHL. That's, that's, that's a really cool concept. But um, regardless, to get back to, to Martin's question, it's a lot harder to trade in the NHL than the NBA. Definitely.
0: Yeah, definitely. and one of the things I don't like about the NBA is how much control the players do have on that situation. Like Harden was basically, he showed up overweight, he showed up unfit, and then coming he, back from a
2: party with 30
0: strippers. coming back from a party like <laughs> like he is his attitude about getting traded was so bad and one of the things that i like about the old guys club i guess in hockey would be like no you don't you don't act that way you don't you don't get special treatment because you're a superstar i do like that aspect typically of how the nhl would work and in that situation and i don't like how that happens in the nba i feel like there are players that do get really spoiled and things happen really quickly because of how much control that they have. And, you know, if, if you're the general manager, you're trying to look out for what's best for your team, not that individual. So screw Harden would be my opinion. Harden and, and all the guys came out today, like uh, cousins, right.
1: Yeah.
0: Came out and he was like, this disrespect happened before camp even started.
1: Oh, I think Basically, Harden is a very bad situation. Yeah.
0: Like he, he's a he seems like a diva and an annoying person, and he still gets like, obviously, he gets rewarded for that behavior. He still gets the trade he wants, which that I think sad. is bad. Kyrie Irving is the same. Like, you're having Kyrie and Harden on the same team, the two most annoying players in the league. <laughs> the two biggest divas in the league are on the same team, and the fact that they control so much of that narrative is annoying. And like, I think, I think Harden lost a lot of respect over the last two weeks from players in the league. I don't think people like him. I don't think people liked him really much before, but I definitely think he's not a he's because not a favorite. John Wall and Cousins probably hate him. Because the and thing he is, like, tired. he
1: no. doesn't seem like it bugs him.
0: No, because because he, dude, why would he care? Yeah, he, he literally make just got make a spoiled. supermax
2: contract, dude. He doesn't give yeah. a do shit. He's making
0: a supermax contract, exactly. like in the NHL, his behavior would have destroyed his trade value, absolutely destroyed it. In the NBA, it doesn't really affect it because everyone still wants the superstar
2: because he's a good player. He's like a top 10 player in the league at the end of the day, right? Oh, for sure. And he's a great, but he just didn't get he he literally showed to, to Houston he didn't give a shit about anything.
0: The the problem is is that this just demonstrates to the already hateful NHL audience that, you know, these guys in the NBA expect better treatment, royalty treatment. So it just creates a bigger divide in the fan bases, which is the annoying part. Um I'm not saying I disagree, but a lot of those typically have um, not logical the background. other good
2: thing about the NHL and uh, that the that I don't like about the NBA is literally each year you have a super team in the NBA right like yeah. the Warriors were a super team the Miami Heat when LeBron went there a super team now the Nets are a super team right and and no the one Lakers. can really do anything the Lakers yeah exactly there's like nothing that you if you're if, there's a huge divide between the best teams in the league and the the rest of the league, right? Like, there's like two or three teams each year. The Lakers, I guess. Uh, now the Nets, and I don't know. I, I think those so whatever the team the LeBron's teams, on, yeah,
0: and then like whatever team KD's on.
2: Those are the two best teams, and they're going they're to be for who knows how long. And in the NHL, though, like, look, look at how much movement there is. In a crazy world, it wouldn't even be too crazy to think that Tampa, you know, kind of misses the playoffs this year, right? They just won the Stanley Cup. And without Kucherov, who knows what happens, right? With injuries and stuff, like you never know. They might not even make the playoffs this year, and it wouldn't even be too crazy.
1: I mean, that'd be a little nuts. It would be okay.
2: It would be a little nuts, but like, <laughs> but like, I'm just saying that there's there's more movement in the NHL, and it's easier for a team to to build through the draft, right? In the NBA, there's only like two. There's two rounds of draft picks. Yes, right? you're
0: only getting two players each year.
2: How do you build yeah. a team that way? But still,
0: that loyalty it's... aspect to the team is a lot more prevalent in the NHL than it is in the NBA. At the same time, it's part of that reason that the NBA makes so much more revenue.
1: Did okay, I it's... say it was 2-1 Pittsburgh earlier? Yeah. It's 2-1 Philly.
0: Nice. Well, thanks for the update. By the time this is aired, the game will be over, so it's not really necessary. Yeah, but I don't but want to be wrong. It. Okay. <laughs> That's the whole You were wrong. Now you're just updated. You're right. Um, But I think part of that aspect, again, of the personalities is part of the reason that the NBA makes so much money in the first place. So you can't really knock it because at the end of the day, man, the influence that the NBA has on the pop culture and like entertainment as a whole is way more than NHL.
1: Definitely.
0: It's like the NBA, then the NFL. MLB got a little bit more exciting this year. I think uh, Trevor Bauer is like a really interesting person in the MLB. I think he drives oh, a lot of that.
2: Trevor Bauer is the most annoying guy in the MLB, actually.
0: I I know he's annoying, but he's also like the biggest source of entertainment. He's like Kyrie.
2: Yeah, but like he's like an annoying, like I don't want to, even though he's a great pitcher, he's like virtually unhittable. If the Toronto Blue Jays signed him, I would be kind of upset about that.
0: Oh, well, whatever. You also don't like Carolina, so.
2: Yeah, I don't like Carolina (laughs) at all. Yeah, don't get me started on Storm Surge. Fuck that.
0: That's like the one time I've ever seen you agree with Don Cherry. Yeah, it's stupid. I loved it. Anyways, go Martin.
1: I I forget what I was going to say.
0: He's mad I said I hate Carolina. Yeah, he's, he's, he's lost his train of
1: thought. I have lost my train of thought. A Luke. slot. <laughs> uh, I don't
2: know. So as a Raptors fan, like, like, like Luke, is a, Luke is a big Raptors fan. I wouldn't even call myself a Raptors fan. I just kind of watched them during their championship run. But like as a Raptors fan, like Luke West, like you look at that team this year who was just fresh off a championship, had a good run in these past playoffs, and now they're like nowhere close to contending again because the Nets are just going to dominate the, the East Eastern Conference now for the next three years. Yeah. What do you do with the Raptors? What do you do with any other team in, in the in the league? Um,
0: You just quit. <laughs> you tank. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, you know, you still want a good ba- – I don't know, man. That's the one reason I don't like basketball is it's so top-heavy. It's probably the most top-heavy sport, I'd say, of all the major ones.
2: Like in North America, for sure. I- I'm talking about yeah. – if you're talking about like soccer – like that's definitely more top That can be top no, heavy in, in the European no. leagues. I think
1: you can, you can win without a top heavy team. Happens all the like, time. I mean,
2: yeah, I mean, like Leicester City showed that a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. But you know, like in, in the Premier League, for example, it's always Liverpool and Manchester City and Man United and Chelsea and Arsenal as the top teams, right?
1: That's just because they have money. Exactly. Not, so
2: that I mean, it's different. They don't have the yeah, you're right. They don't have salary caps in those leagues, right? You buy players, you like a player, you buy them.
1: I think that's all just based on wealth of teams, but not one specific player. Like, they buy a whole bunch of people, yeah, and that's how for they're sure. for sure. Um, but
2: like. Yeah, the NBA. If you're looking at top-heavy teams, because the players also they determine the markets that they want to go to, right? Yep. No star player is going to be going to, uh, you know, I don't know, some some small some smaller market, right? If if they're a free agent, they're choosing New York Knicks or or Brooklyn Nets or Golden State or L.A. Lakers or Clippers, right? No one's saying I want to go play for the, I don't know, what's the smallest market in the NBA?
1: I don't know. Utah. Jazz. Jazz. Utah. Nice.
0: Jazz. <laughs> yeah. Go play for Utah. I'm going to go play for Utah's also know. voted like the most racist, I think.
2: <laughs> so if you're like, like one of the, I think people... most,
0: most, most players were after last year or two years ago, there was a interaction with Westbrook and a fan. And I think almost every player in the league was like, yeah, Utah's the most racist place. <sighs> As in the it's like the worst place to go as an opposing team, and there's no nightlife because everyone's Mormon. And everyone, yeah, everyone <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's true, NBA, players,
2: NBA players gotta learn some loyalty to their teams because I know I know Eric's all about not being loyal, but that's that's one thing that I think the NHL does better is having players and teams kind of be, be loyal to their players. But
0: that is through that old boys club mentality
1: that's definitely like that boys club mentality thing there's no there's there's like i'm loyalty it doesn't feel like in the nba
2: because the players have this entitlement almost right the best the star players have this entitlement of i need to win and and i'm not you know if i'm not winning on this team trade me to somewhere where i can win or i'm gonna go sign with a team where i can win even durant
1: was a short so even
2: Durant was a big baby about things, right? He went to Golden State and he signed with Golden State so he could win. And then he became a big baby about it because he got in fights with the rest. So he went somewhere else, right? He yeah. went to the Nets and ask ask our friend Keshav about that. I know, I know. No one's heard of that guy before, but he's a friend of the show. <laughs> Hates Kevin Durant.
0: I
1: hate him despise sounds, like, sounds like the guy has a vendetta against him. yeah dude when he, oh.
2: when, when he it was so funny in the finals uh we'll, we'll just out the guy in the finals against the Raptors we were watching it at my house and it was a game where kevin durant tore his achilles in the in the air canada center and this guy stood up off my couch and he was clapping because the guy's like hobbling off the court with his torn achilles He's like good get out of there clapping his hands yeah, <laughs> by durant it's true
0: I
1: was a witness to that. That's never good. Like, come on, man. Don't clap.
0: I I hated all the accusations that people were throwing at Toronto fans for clapping at Kevin Durant. No one was clapping at Kevin Durant's injury, man. The That's a sick play except, just happened. Except, except know, ketchup, except. Except. <laughs> a sick play just happened and they're like Happy over a three-pointer. No one was even looking at Kevin Durant. No one really knew what the big deal was, I'm sure. And then you have to settle down 20,000 people. Like, please. It's like, bro, it's really not that serious. No one was – I don't think anyone was genuinely clapping other than Keshav for Kevin Durant's injury. <laughs> And then the thing is, like, everyone... even,
2: he's not even denying it. We're like, yo, Keyshev, you, you, you were you were clapping. He's like, yeah, I was clapping because Jeram was injured.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Key though, is also very anti loyalty because he's like, trade Lowry, trade all these bum asses and get the best teams. But like he doesn't give a crap about anyone's loyalty.
2: I trade Lowry.
1: I would I would trade <laughs> Lowry probably this year.
0: But Lowry. You could
1: trade.
0: If you're if you're pro loyalty, then you wouldn't trade. Lowry. I'm
1: not for cool the yeah, loyalty, I man. I
2: think the fans are loyal. Like because uh, another friend of the friend of ours, Dylan, when the Raptors traded DeMar DeRozan for Kawhi Leonard, he was
0: so upset about that trade. He was devastated. So was I. Because but I was more upset because not because we traded DeRozan, but because Kawhi was acting like a diva at the time. Well, he won. He did. So I mean I would take it again. But I'm just saying, it would have been nice if Ka- Kawhi stayed. Um, but you can not to, do not to be
1: spiteful to Kawhi, but I hope he doesn't win again. Unless he comes he's not in going Toronto. to. He,
2: so, so that's another, like, he, he had so much say w- that when he was signing as a free agent, he said, I'm going to, he was, I guess it was between the three, I think it was the three teams, it was the Lakers, the Clippers, and the, the Raptors, right? And he's like, I'll sign with one of these teams as long as you trade for either Paul George or Bradley Beal and so that forced the whole trade with with the clippers to get Paul George and then as soon as they got Paul George he's like all right I'll sign with you guys and look yeah. at them now they were shit they got they got uh they collapsed against uh, the it was the nuggets right in the in the past playoffs i think yeah i think so they were up 3-1 and they lost in 7 and paul george sad. paul and they got george destroyed sucks. in game 7 yeah paul george sucks pandemic p <laughs> This, I, okay. I know this isn't this isn't um,
0: talking basketball, talking talking NBA,
2: talking yeah. NBA, but
1: yeah, we're doing like, a real good job talking about hockey.
0: Yeah, it's, it, we're we're making it translate. We're making it. We're talking about loyalty. <laughs> like, so if if Austin, let's say, like, let's say as a Leafs
2: fan, right, Austin Matthews, you hear all these rumors about him going to Arizona when his contract's up. I don't even see that. I think he's a Toronto guy. I could I foresee him being a a lifelong. Uh, Leafs player even when his contract's up in whatever it is four years I see him re-signing with the Leafs and maybe when he's like 38 he'll go on his, his um, farewell tour and maybe sign in Arizona then but I see him as a Leaf
0: I mean yeah, I'm going to be excited in five years when I replay this
1: but What's that? loyalty to Arizona anyways like they're shit
0: yeah, but Austin Matthews immediately makes them way better.
1: Well, of course. Well, no duh. <laughs> yeah. So it
0: doesn't it doesn't Austin Matthews is the guy that kind of guy that doesn't care if the team he goes to is good or not, because he'll make it better and probably play off. Yes. So it, it doesn't really matter.
2: I guess the biggest show of no loyalty is John Tavares you know, leaving New York Islanders and coming to Toronto. But I see that as loyalty to my team.
0: <laughs> yeah I know we know your loyalty to toronto where he was raised
1: oh that's such a
0: it's it's crazy answer. though i know yeah it's such a tie answer but <laughs> what do you expect at this point tie answers are what we get oh my god speaking of the nba i have a call with them tomorrow
2: okay all right luke be proud of
0: it tell me when you get elongated muskrat to speak at one of your events I I will. It probably won't ever happen, but I'll have him we'll have him on the I'll have him on one of my podcasts in the future before I ever have him on uh you
2: just at an event. Probably. Elon, I'll smoke weed with you.
0: Yeah, probably. You know you know Elon's like such a COVID like denier of, of its seriousness that his wife got covid. <laughs> <laughs> she announced it earlier this week, I think.
1: He's a di- he's a denier.
0: He's not a denier. He's just like um, – he's made tweets. He's like, yeah, I got tested once today and it was false. I got tested the, the next day. It was uh, – came back positive. Then I got text, tested the next day after and it was negative again. Then he got tested the next day and it was positive again. So he was just talking about how like – not how it, it's false. It just is um, not serious.
1: Covid itself probably isn't like too serious. It's it's the strain it puts on the healthcare systems. It's pretty I nice. know, but
0: everyone talks about how bad COVID is. No yeah. one, t- like journalists, are so bad. This is what I don't like. Journalists nowadays are actually horrible at their jobs. Like <laughs> god awful. They don't actually. They're it's, they're, it's mostly they're just, just they're taking shots at news. the other
1: party. point, oh? they're trying to sell news.
0: Yeah, Isn't they're they're selling a
1: business.
0: news. They're taking shots at the other side. That's all they're doing. And there's no real actually journalistic aspect. So I hate I, I actually understand why people hate news because a lot of it, I'm like, yes, COVID itself is not a big deal. They'll talk about one person dying, that's our age. I'm like, cool. One person out of three hundred thousand of us our age died. Not real journalism. Stop fear mongering. Talk about how it strains the healthcare system and how hospitals – that's the only thing I want to know. I don't care about anything else other than is is there a vaccine being produced and what's the strain level on hospitals because those are the only two things that actually matter.
1: Yeah, because other people die die at that point. Like I just read an article. You sent it. I sent it, yeah, about
0: how like this lady's father died because he was trying to get what was supposed to be like an urgent and it got delayed and it got – pushed because of that tell more stories like that and then that's the scary thing covid itself is not scary because it only kills like one percent of people
2: but if you have to go to the hospital and you can't go to the hospital
0: yes but very few cases go to the no, hospital no, no no
2: not even that just like if you if something happens to you it doesn't even have to be covid related you're yes. going to the hospital and you might not be able to get the help that you need that's where there's a concern
0: exactly so Journal and write about that. Write news about that, not about wearing masks or not wearing masks. Like wearing masks, everyone knows that at this point. And the fact that they've over bombarded it, I think, distracts people. Like it's not even working. It's not even working because most people in America aren't wearing their masks. That's why it's not working. You're not wearing your masks. So, but all I'm saying is, do do real journalism.
2: I will say that they need to do more reporting of the case spread that's going on in workplaces because uh, we're we're to those listeners at home we're located in in Ontario and they just released a stay at home order and it was very contradictory if you read it right don't go out if it's non essential but we're going to keep all these non essential businesses still open yeah that's a little contradictory isn't it there's a lot there's a huge spread at at warehouses at factories where there's lots of people gathered together, your Amazon factories where you're all ordering your packages from, there have been huge outbreaks there and that's really the driver of the spread that we're seeing I think.
1: I think a big driver is people uh, not getting tested enough and like not staying home if they think they have it or think they've come in contact with someone that has it.
2: Yeah. So we'll say, we'll say a bit of a, I'll I'll give a little bit of a a PSA, right? Um, That I even did this before in the summertime, right? When you're hanging out with friends, we would go and get like a test and we'd be like, okay, I'm negative. We can all hang out at, you know, for the weekend. And luckily no one did have COVID, but when you're getting tested for COVID, it's really only saying if you've had it like basically what 10 days beforehand, right? Because there's. There's that. There's that much of a, a wait time for there to be enough. Uh, I guess the virus to be detected, right? Like Luke. Luke's mom, is a nurse, and she kind of explained that to us, to to Luke, and he explained it to me, right. And now I understand that, right. Just because you get tested, doesn't mean you can go and hang out with your friends, just because it came back negative. But between, the two week period beforehand and afterwards, you could get COVID and spread it to all your friends.
0: Yeah. Like you have to wait at least eight days, should should wait at least eight, seven or eight days to get tested. Yeah. Because getting tested the next day is absolutely useless.
2: You get exposed to a friend who has COVID and then you go get tested the next day. You're like, okay, guess I'm negative. But yeah, it, it, it's not there to detect yet. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> not really. Just saying- don't hang out with your friends. That's really the big driver of things as well, is people going to their friends' houses and,
1: you know, well, don't... not mask up. Also go into, like, multiple groups of people either, like. Yeah. That's a big. I don't
2: have any friends. The only people I see is, is Luke
1: <laughs>
2: and Robert.
0: I haven't seen people in a
1: long I haven't
2: time. seen, yeah. I only saw Luke, like, three weeks ago.
0: I think. The the time we saw the fox,
2: yeah, that was that was three weeks ago, two weeks ago, end of December. It was like the time we saw. It was fox. Boxing Day. Yeah, it was Boxing Day. I think? <clears throat> yeah,
0: I guess so. Two weeks ago. Well, Martin, anything else to add?
1: Um, I'm happy Hopkins
0: back. Know. Yeah, I know. I hope everybody enjoys the games
1: because. You were automatically an idiot.
0: Unless you Uh, use it ironically, right?
1: Because Ty and
0: I use it ironically. I don't know. I kind
1: of want to stop the use of the word of simp.
0: Simp is basically just saying you're a nice guy or you've been friend zoned. I equate it to those things.
1: Yeah. But it seems like guys are trying to use it as an insult to a guy being nice, which is just fucking ridiculous to a girl. Being nice to a girl,
2: but what if you're a tier three only fans Patreon sub to a girl <laughs> to get a bikini pick?
1: Yeah, but the, the, that's not how they're using it. <laughs> like if you, you're nice to a female, you're I call a...
0: Gautam and Robert a simp.
2: We, we make a joke where they have to because Robert always at 9 30 um, has to go and he calls his girlfriend. Uh, and they have it they have a, their their evening chat and we call that simp o'clock when we say simp o'clock we mean 9:30 p.m.
0: <laughs> but, but we yeah we we don't like it's just a funny thing much having a, girl
1: really a time, girlfriend though. like that's how that works <laughs> dude <laughs> actually that's what's
2: so funny about it so martin just a quick question to end it off if a, if a girl's like martin can you please call me at 9:30 p.m. every night is that too much commitment for you
1: no, you've been dating as long as those fucking people have. Like Robert's at nine years or some shit.
0: No, he's like, not. Oh, dude, how old do you think we are? <laughs> <laughs> he's at. Oh, no, will be at five? I guess it'll be at seven. Ty,
1: it's seven, yes. man. No, because
0: it was grade twelve, so twenty fourteen. Holy shit!
1: Yeah, dude, you're aging quicker than you think. <laughs> oh my
0: God. I knew it we was six, but I guess now that we're in twenty twenty one, it's coming up on seven.
2: be like May twenty twenty one. Also, happy birthday to Robert. It was his birthday this week. Happy birthday, Robert.
1: It was his birthday this week?
0: Well, the <laughs> eight- Martin. <laughs> Did you miss his birthday?
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> good thing Robert's not the one that would care at all about that. Better go wish him a happy birthday, Martin. Be a good friend. <laughs> I think his-, his birthday was last Friday. Wow. Wow. Oh. Sure. <laughs> You lived with this guy for five years, bro. Right. Oh, four. <laughs> okay. Either way, you didn't. You don't. You probably just don't remember because you were black blackout on those nights.
1: No, nah, I feel like he was home. Like we were still at home a lot of those times. It would have uh, been because it would have been like it would
2: have been just after Christmas
0: break, maybe. No, it's the eighth, so it would have been. You'd only start school like the first Monday after. Yeah, New Year's. Yeah, so probably like once it was (laughs) probably one time it was before school oh my god that's so funny
2: anyway boys it's hockey time i hope everyone here enjoys the game the games whatever team you're a fan of i hope they do well except if they're playing the least montreal Carolina. carolina if you're a carolina fan get a new hobby